bringing out the vacuum is the sexiest thing in the entire world. Let and me I tell you. I love vacuuming, by the he way. He loves vacuuming because yeah. when Scott vacuums, you know what's going to go on yeah. later on. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are completing our series on sex today. Yes. And we've had such a wonderful time. If you haven't already, go back, check those episodes out. You can like, share, comment, send us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We talked about frequency. Yes. Then we talked about communication. Now we're going to kind of wrap this up and talk about enhancing. Enhancing. Just making it better, yes. making it good, making it the best it can be. Yes. So what can we do? I I'd like to point out, we, we were exploring ideas in here, and, and I'm in a room with uh, all females and then just me. So all of my ideas got shot down, um, most of them, when it came to coming up with titles for this. So I'm just going to throw it to you first. Okay. So a married couple, they've got it scheduled, they've talked about it, Yeah. and they make it amazing. Yeah, you know, I think there's so many different ways that we can make sex amazing in our marriage. You know, first, I think um, I think a lot of it just comes with just our posture and our heart, you know, mm. one towards our spouse and our marriage, um, you know, going into, um, our intimacy and sexual intimacy with, um, gosh, man, I want this to be amazing. I want it to be good. And, um, I want to please my spouse and I want to enjoy it myself. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I think, uh, from a wife's perspective, so to speak, you know, I think there's so many things that we can do and that we can lay down to, um, to make that experience better for mm -hmm. our husband. You know, I touched on this just a little bit in the first episode with frequency, but because as the wife and the mom, like we have so many plates struggling, you know, and being in a blended family, being mom, stepmom, um, you know, being wife, being, um, a career woman, if you're, you know, a working mom, uh, there's so many different plates that you're, um, that you're spinning. And so oftentimes when we get overloaded with those things, um, the, the communication with our spouse, the sexual intimacy with our spouse, those things can kind of get pushed under the rug, so to speak. And so it's, I think a lot of times as moms, we have to just reevaluate what we're doing and what we're expensing energy on so that we can make sure that that is a priority in our marriage. So um, first I would say just evaluating if you're not having enough sex with your spouse, or if you find yourself being the one that's like, oh, I'm tired tonight. I don't have the energy to do it. Look at what you're juggling. Look at the things that you're doing. And is there anything that you need to lay down that mm -hmm. can maybe help? with that. Um, some people, you know, some wives, you know, energy levels, you know, maybe it's hormonal, maybe yeah. it's a health issue that we're dealing with. So just really taking a look and evaluating that. Um, you know, I think another thing that wives can do is, you know, when, when women feel beautiful, they act differently. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of this comes with, um, you know, making sure that we're, uh, you know, that we're dressing ourselves up and, mm -hmm. you know, making ourselves attractive for our husbands and, um, you know, putting on makeup. If it were up to me, I would wear like joggers and a light blonde t-shirt and tennis shoes with my hair up in a ponytail every single day well, because I'm a boy mom. Yeah, and, and I will say, even when you're like that, you're beautiful to me. Absolutely. But I do notice when you're I'm like, whoa, like you're a little dressed up here. Well, and, and you feel differently too. Yeah. When I'm not wearing like, I call it like my grungy clothes. So when I'm not wearing my grungy clothes, 
and going a million miles an hour. Cause that's usually yeah. what I'm doing when I'm wearing those clothes. Um, you know, and I'm, and I put on nice clothes and I do my hair and I do my makeup, man, I feel different. And, um, I feel different about my body. You know, a lot of women have body self image yeah. issues. And so some people may be struggling with that. Um, you know, so another thing that I do is I try to take care of my body. You know, I, yeah. I work out and do things like that. And so I think as wives, we can start with just little practical things like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, what are we doing to, um, you know, to physically feel better, maybe to physically look better for our spouse? What are things, um, you know, that we are doing in our spiritual life, our prayer life? Like what is our heart and our posture towards our spouse, um, and our marriage and, um, to just looking at our energy and the time, like, are, yeah. are we making sure that we're creating time and, and, and having that intentional time for our spouse? Yeah. And if you're a husband and you're listening to this, cause I'm gonna speak from the husband's perspective. And if you're a wife and you want to forward this to your husband, please do. Uh, the first thing I would say to any husband who's listening is understand that our wives are not built like us. Yeah. They're just not. You may look at your wife and go, why are you so crazy about all this stuff? Why are you stressing about all this stuff? Why does this bother you? Why can you not compartmentalize like I can? Why can you not leave it at the door? Why do we ha-? They're not built like us. They're just flat out different. And we, as their husband need to understand that God equipped us very differently. So we can use that as a, like a weapon tool. We can be like, why aren't you like this? Or we can use it as a tool to help, which is really what we are. We're helpers. We're helpers to each other. Women have the ability, wives have the ability to help us in certain ways. Men, we have the ability to help in other ways. So if you've noticed that your spouse, your wife is, is struggling in areas, pick up the pace and Take some things off her plate. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never. Forget. It was a couple of weeks, maybe a week ago. Uh-huh. We were we, we got home from church and I walk in the house and I, I mean, it it was like my wife was a, you were a different person <laughs> and I, I realized this. I'm like this realization. All men know this realization when your wife realizes that the house is dirty and it's a mess and her life is a mess right now and she starts cleaning. That is note to get the vacuum. That's what you do. You get the vacuum, you start unloading the dishwasher, you do whatever you got to do. Because uh, I just grabbed the vacuum and started going you to did, work. did, and he didn't, um, you didn't say a word. You just started vacuuming. We see these opportunities every single day. So, yes, if you want your wife to be sexy or be in a sexy mood or have sex more often, you've got to be willing to take things off her plate. Uh, we've got to be able to help around the house. We've got to be able and willing to be the servant. Um when we're at home. Uh, A pastor gave a message, and it's funny how I've listened to a thousand messages, but certain ones stick out to me. But this pastor uh, elevated the fact that when he gets home from work, he puts on a different hat, but it's still the same servant hat. Yeah, It's a different different hat, but it still says servant. So he knows when he walks in the door, it's time to serve. So these are things that we do that enhance our spouse. Yeah. They enhance the ability to connect physically to each other. Yeah. No, I think that's good. And you know, the same goes for, you know, for wives as well to your husbands. Yeah. You know, I know when, when you get home or, you know, I know that, um, you know, maybe you and your spouse, you've really struggled with, you know, you're like, man, we haven't had sex and it's been like a week or something like that. And you know that it's something you need to do. Like, you know that um, you're like, man, I know that this is going to draw us closer if if we do this and if we do it regularly. And so it's maybe as a wife creating that time or creating that atmosphere, you know, a lot of times like making sure the home is a safe place, making sure that mm-hmm. it's a comfortable place and providing that for your husband. You know, um, you know, the kids can be wild and crazy when you get home, but, you know, maybe it's... Um, 
you know, that you've done the homework already. Mm-hmm. You've taken care of all those things so that when your husband gets home, you have time to engage and talk and relax so that it's kind of preparing you guys for that intimate time later on in the evening. Yeah. And also just remember sex starts sometimes way before sex oh, starts. Yes. Yeah. So, and again, I would love to say that this is like a, a wife-specific thing, but it's really a husband, too. Yeah. Uh, there are ways to initiate and start conversations before the morning time yeah. or, you know, kind of like as the day starts. Maybe that's a text message that goes across, you know, you have your own little text message language that you use or, um, you know, whatever that is. There's a yeah. lot of fun ways to start the brain stimulating yes. on, um, you know, hey, I, I'm I'm leaning toward having sex tonight. And yeah. I want to get your mind kind of on that. Yeah. Um, so text message, maybe it's, you know, some people, some wives really like flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think love languages is a big yeah. part of it. We talk about that, like acts of service, like bringing out the vacuum is the sexiest thing in the entire world. Let and me I tell you. I love vacuuming, by the he way. He loves vacuuming because yeah. when Scott vacuums, you know what's going to go on yeah. later on, what is going down in the bedroom. Just saying. Um, so acts of service may be your wife's love language. Maybe it's physical touch. I know there are a lot of women yeah. who, um, you know, our, our body, so to speak, you know, we need some of that. Um, you know, maybe it's foreplay or it's the, the, the physical the touch. Term. Yeah. It's prime the pump. Well, Scott used the term prime the pump. You guys, I don't know. That <laughs> that's, that's an 80s term, term. way back in the term. day, but, but, um, but maybe it's physical touch, you know, maybe it's a back rub or maybe it's, you know, you're cuddling and watching a move together, a movie together. Oftentimes women kind of need that workup before just jumping into, uh, the act of sex. But, you know, to your point too, Scott, like having that conversation early in the day or doing those little small things where you're like, you know, I, I know what you're throwing down when you lay the thong on the bed. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, and I'm just saying, if you're a guy and you know, I have, we have little kids, so they're like six, seven, eight. So bedtime is kind of a chaotic time. You know, you walk up behind your wife, give her a nice little five-minute massage, whisper in her ear. You just relax. I'm going to go put these kids to bed. And I'm telling you, magic happens right then. And you do the baths. Yeah. yeah. You do the baths and you put them to bed. Make sure the door is locked. I mean, Mm -hmm. and again, these are things at home. You can also, we're talking about enhancing your intimacy. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. So get away. Yeah. Take some, whether that is across the street to the hotel yeah, or, you know, a a nice weekend apart. I mean, you've Mm got to take that time to do that. Well, and I think, you know, something that women can do as well is, um, is initiation. I know we have a lot of men that reach out that, um, they want their wives to initiate sex more. And, and, and it's, it's one of the, the mega needs of men as well. And so, um, you know, maybe, you know, a lot of times, you know, you hear of men, men are the ones that start sending the text messages or, you know, touch first or, you know, kind of initiate it. But, um, but wives, when we can go there first and start initiating it, that is, that can be very sexy to, um, your spouse, to your husband. And so, um, you know, when, when you can take the step to do that, it, I'm sure, you know, it can go a very, very long way for them. Well, and a little goes a long way there. Sure, uh, and, and men don't get that very often because we're we're naturally the aggressors. Right. Uh, I think you know if if you looked at general marriage tone and toner, it would say the the men are generally going, hey, let's have sex, or hey, let's, yeah, you know, and um, yeah. So when you reverse that, it's it's extremely attractive because men want to feel desired too. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times that you know people put. Um, you know, men into boxes and they say, well, they just want the physical act of sex. Yeah. And that's not really the whole story. God created us very 
uniquely mm-hmm. and also with a lot of tentacles. So we want to feel desired. We want to feel respected. We want to feel like we know how to pleasure you. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about communication last week. We, we need to know it. Like, Good men need to know what to do. Yeah. And they're like, hey, do it X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, and it does pay a lot of dividends. No, absolutely. And again, you guys, it just is going to make your sexual intimacy in your marriage with your spouse just that much better. Um, you know, and, and, and like we said, there's things that men can do f- for the wives and, mm. and it's going to look different for every marriage. You know, what, what, um, what you like, maybe somebody else doesn't like, yeah. you know? So th- that, again, that's important to have those conversations to understand what makes your spouse tick, what they like, um, you know, and knowing those cues, picking up those cues of like, you know what, I, I, I know that this is on your mind, like, yeah. you know, and, um, and we had somebody, a therapist say this one time that, um, if you're not going to do it the night, like you make an appointment to do it like the next yeah. day. So it's like, you know what, babe, I had a really stressful day. Like I, my mind is just not there, but I want to please you. I want to have this time together. Can we schedule this for in the morning? Like, I just want to get a good night's rest of sleep and yeah. you know, but you make it a priority to do you it. You stick to that time. And you stick to that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and men, I would also encourage you. You're like, hey, intimacy, you know, for women is different. So you got to plan ahead, got to make sure that you're doing your things. But at the end of the day, the one thing I, I do want to point out to enhancement, because this is a slippery slope. If your wife's not in the mood, don't make her feel guilty. You know, just be like, okay, yeah. hey, darling, let's let's take a re- let's take a rest. Let's let's get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll you know go you know a couple of days later or in the morning. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. That has a guilt has a way of adding up really really quick when it talks about you know, really deconstructing the way you communicate to each other. So guilt is twice as vulnerable as, as any type of good communication. So if you do it, you're going to get twice the the repercussion of it. Yeah. Um, so you got to make sure that you're, you're being sensitive to that. Well, no, that's good. And I'm, I'm so glad that you said that because yeah, I mean, it absolutely can, it can take your, your intimacy in the opposite direction, so to speak. Um, and that's where people can get defensive, but, um, you know, intimacy is not just sex. So maybe your maybe husband or maybe wife is like said, had a really bad stressful day and they are just not in the mood to do it. You know, maybe intimacy that night looks like giving them a back rub. Maybe intimacy, intimacy that night is serving them like, Hey, can, you know, can I get you a cup of coffee or some tea, like a book? Yeah. Like, what can I do for you? Like, um, you know, maybe it's Scott always tries to get me a massage his feet. Y'all it ain't happening. Um, but you know, maybe do that it's, just because she like icks out on me. It's just, uh, it's really a fun game. It for is me a to fun do. game, but yeah. you know, maybe it's massaging their feet, you know, intimacy, it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. So that can look different. Maybe if your spouse is having a bad day and that the sex sexual act of intimacy isn't going to happen. You know, there can be intimacy in other ways that can fulfill your spouse and the moment that they're in. Yeah. The last thing we'd say is, and again, this podcast is on enhancing your intimacy. And as we reference it, we're talking about sex, but I also want to point out that there, and we talk about this in our book, Blended and Redeemed, there's a lot of different types of intimacy yeah. that play a role in this. Yeah. You know, you can't just have this physical act of intimacy if you don't have the other acts of intimacy. Sure. We talked about emotional intimacy, but there's financial intimacy, there's spiritual intimacy. Yes. And again, when you're living for a marriage that is living for God and living for uh, keeping him as your priority, and both of you have that goal, and you're for if you're leaving these others out, yeah. you're not disclosing what's going on financially, or maybe you're you're misusing money or, you know, you're not having a daily prayer life together. Yeah. I, I couple counsels every day. I couple, I, I counsel couples. There you go. My words mixed up. Yep. 
every day. And I ask them, do you pray together? Oh, no. Well, that's the most intimate thing you can do. Yeah. So if your sex life is hurting, look at these other areas of intimacy and go, can we enhance these? Yeah. I go one step further with this. Ask your spouse, ask your wife, ask your husband, do, are these areas important to you? And if we fulfilled these areas more, would it make our sex life better? Mm, that's good. And I guarantee you the answer is going to be yes. Yeah, that's good. So guys, this kind of rounds out what we're doing on intimacy. Um, and again, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you haven't watched the other episodes or if this is something that is just kind of like tweaking, uh, we know in marriage, sex can become an issue. Yeah. And it's also one of the issues that people push under the rug the most Yeah, and go, well, maybe we'll deal with that another time. Yeah. So we encourage you, one, to go back and listen to the first three episodes, first two episodes in this one. Yeah. Also, you know, we have some great friends, Dave and Ashley Willis with the Naked Marriage Podcast. I mean, they talk about everything sex. Everything. 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 I mean, and they are hilarious. Hilarious. They talk about, you guys, I'm talking about from orgasms to foreplay to sexual positions. All from a Christian perspective. All from a Christian and biblical perspective. So yeah. they, I call them the sexperts. They're amazing. Um, and you can check them out at exomarriage.com too. Yeah. So guys... Love you guys. Hope you've enjoyed this and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.